You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Now, John, you've got a pretty interesting story about sort of a waning and increasing use of Facebook. Yeah, look, it's uh, an interesting report has come out of England, and it seems to uh, it seems to be applied across the globe, particularly for the younger generation, Generation Z, the um, the youngest users of social media, mm. and it shows uh, that there's potentially a decline in the usership, or it's that people that are currently using that, which are of the younger audience, so 12 to 18 year olds, for example, um, are looking to maybe uh, leave Facebook. Now, we've reported on this sort of the waning and uh, growing interests of, of social media over the years. Uh, I think previously we reported on Cambridge Analytica and the scandal that happened there. And, and initially, there was some thought about people abandoning Facebook, and that's it, they're going to go away. And then shortly after, only about two months, I think it was, another report came out to say well no there was a small blip and then people are back but that was looking more so at the long-term existing users of the social networks there what this report has uh, has looked at uh, is is more of new users the younger users and suggesting that people just don't really see the benefit in it for example um, Isabel an 18 year old student from Bedfordshire who doesn't want to disclose her name turned against social media when her classmate became zombified everyone switched off from the conversation it became can I have your number to text you something got lost in terms of speaking face to face and she thought I don't really want to be swept up in that mm. and so that seems to be kind of the, the the underlying sort of message that the younger generation don't want to be caught up in in this wasting time of um, so not not necessarily related to bad news or unfavorable news like Cambridge Analytica in fact there was another example of a similar thing happening not for political purposes, but also private information being yeah, used. Yeah, the data by, mining side of things. Data mining. Yeah. And in fact, I was just looking at their share price over the last three months their share price is down nearly 20%. So there has been a bit of a hit to Facebook, whether it's uh, whether that's reflected by users who are becoming disenchanted with the service is another separate issue. Look, on, on a macro level, you could say that the influence of Cambridge Analytica or data mining uh, certainly has an influence and that's shown in the share price. People lose confidence necessarily in the company's ability to, yep. to protect the data. Mm. But on a micro level, on that personal level, mm. uh, even like I look at it, it comes down to, you know, sometimes I think, what am I doing? Doing on mm. here? What, why am I spending this time? I open the phone, I open open Facebook, and I flick through the newsfeed. I close down the phone. Five minutes later, I open it up, and there's nothing new. What am I doing? But it's it is something that you know I've you know I've grown up with this. I'm a digital native. Um, you know, born in the early '80s, Gen X, and it's I think t- today is the 20th anniversary of Google. You know, I was around before Google was around, and I saw AltaVista and Ask Jeeves and all the other search engines, and so I've grown up with every single iteration of Google. And it's to a point now where it's like, this is a this is an amazing tool. Whereas young people, those born in the mid-90s or later, um, this sort of thing has been around for them in quite a, uh, a robust, strong way mm. that uh, they haven't necessarily seen the the improvements along the way. And so they're looking at, they're just sort of, they're coming into an established uh, area and they think, hang on, what, what what is this? What's going on? Whereas, you know, me uh, personally, it's sort of, it's the iteration, that slow build up. And I think in a way, look, on the one side, that's good because it's, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. Um, but on the other hand, now it's like, oh, I have this, I have it all. 
um, and I'm somewhat addicted to it, I guess, mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, look, just going back to the survey, it found that uh, in 2017, the survey of British school children found that 63% would be happy if social media had never been invented. Another survey of 9,000 internet users from the research firm Ampere Analysis found that people aged 18 to 24 had significantly changed their attitudes towards social media in the past two years, whereas 66% of this demographic agreed with the statement, social media is important to me in 2016, only 57% make this claim today. So, you know, we're not saying that everybody's going to jump off, but there is a declining number there, 66% a couple of years ago, down to 57% now, saying that it's important. Mm. But when you look at the overall numbers of social media uh, usage, it, it it's either on the slight increase or it's you know fairly steady. So to account for that, we need to look at the other demographics. And among the 45 plus age bracket, the proportion who value social media has increased from 23% to 28% in the past year. So it's showing that there's a decline in the younger people, but then there's an increase in in the older generation. Yeah. Now I, I guess you can look at it that um, maybe older people are looking for photos of their family and friends that maybe they don't have the sort of the access that the, the younger generation uh, have these days. Uh, maybe they're not going out as much. You know, younger generation might be at uh, school, university, and they've got a, a bigger circle of friends, potentially, whereas uh, an older generation, their friends may be more distant. Uh, you know, they've known a lot more people over their lifetime, but they might be they might have travelled, they might have moved to a different location. So social media can help in that aspect by uh, connecting you. So I, I can see maybe that as uh, one of the reasons. Yeah. Look, the study did suggest that people born after 1995, half of those surveyed stated they would quit or were considering quitting at least one social media uh, platform. Uh, look, it, it's, I can see that it comes down to, um, uh, you know, being happy, you know, getting joy from it. There are some people that use Instagram just to post that perfect photo so they can get just the instant likes. And if they don't get the likes, they're disappointed. Um, but even creating that, that post might take hours. You might think, oh, they've just put a photo up and a few hashtags and a, a small message. But crafting that perfect post potentially could be you know three or four hours of someone actually thinking what am I you know what am I going to put up there what's going to grab the attention mm. so it, it, this is where people and I've said it before um, that oh social media is so easy you should be involved in it but I think in a way it is a matter of uh, taking a step back and and reviewing what platforms are you on um, how much time do you really want to invest in it versus how much time should you be actually meeting in person with somebody mm. and getting a better experience uh, potentially rather than just chasing, chasing a like um, or an upvote or a retweet or a smiley face on Facebook I mean what you know look back 12 months ago at all of those upvotes retweets and things what has that meant for you today does it is it much did you you might have gained that instant gratification but are you getting it now so I I think that's what plays into this. Um, Absolutely, this people leaving. There is talk about it, it being a source of anxiety, actually, in in younger people, because it's either it's that anxiety to put the right post up there and to get the right response that you're talking about, or it's the anxiety of seeing other people who they who they I don't know they feel jealous of or they feel sour grapes about or that sort of thing as well. It's that kind of comparison that people make using social media, which is can be very unfortunate, very destructive. We've got a podcast on our website, which is called um, "Does Facebook Make You Unhappy?" Yeah, you know. So, so this has actually been an issue that's been around for a while, and that's obviously right. the effect of, of screen time alone, mm-hmm. you know, just on you, and and that that you know that time that you're allocating to screen time versus actually going out there and having face to face 
you know, contact with people, sport, whatever it is, going yep. and meeting someone down the local park or walking the dog or doing something which doesn't involve sort of indoors being exposed to that blue light of a screen is, is, um, is something that's kind of fallen by the wayside a bit. And, and look, and there's, there are certain benefits, there are definitely benefits to the internet and social media. Um, there are great causes that you can, um, that you've brought awareness to and you donate to. There was the, um, I think the Palmer for a Farmer was more out of a, um, a social media campaign that you know, really grew. And mm. there's other campaigns, plenty around the globe that, mm. anything from that micro level through to, you know, helping your neighbor uh, to major organizations, uh, you know, helping to feed the, the hungry of Africa, et cetera. All mm. that, that, there is definitely that element of it but there is also the bad side the vitriol that the trolls the the negativity that that happens and in a way that um that, that i can see that it is actually increasing online because it's easier to to hide behind this mm. anonymous persona mm. uh, the world is divided has been for you know generations uh, but it is even more highlighted when you've got these echo chambers of um you know people that are focused on a particular ideal uh, an idea and they think that their voice should be heard and therefore shout the loudest and, and, and will shout down anybody else that doesn't agree with him. Yep, exactly. And hence that, you know, the, the difficulty of actually giving up because these, these apps are designed to keep you hooked. And then even to trying to delete your, the data that you've got up there, you might decide, okay, I've had enough of Facebook or Instagram and I'm, I'm out. But actually trying to get your information off and permanently off yeah. and in a sort of satisfactory way where you don't think it's there. I mean, I, I thought I deleted a Twitter account and it's still there. And that was years ago. You know, and so I, the, the, the data is, is stored. And I think in a way, that's probably also what young people are concerned about. It's like, well, why do I want to post all this information? I, what is the benefit to it? Okay, great. I get to post a few photos up. But if another third party is keeping my details or if that information is going to be sold or what if I don't want this photo to be shown in 10 years? I mean, there, there are parents that have um, posted the, you know, their, their children doing silly things as babies up through to young teenagers mm. on their own personal Facebook pages does the child really they don't get a say in that no. do they really want that up there yeah. so this I think from you know people that, that are of that younger age bracket we'd be interested to hear from listeners if you're uh, have quit so, some social media or considering quitting um, and what sort of age you know demographic you fit into is it something that you see as an absolute benefit in your life or are you seeing it as uh, you know maybe a little bit you know passe you don't really want to be involved in it any longer because of the uh, the waste of time, potentially the negativity, as you say, the anxiety, the negative effects of the well-being of adolescents, um, you know, anybody really. Mm. You know, apparently in the uh, a survey of the US, or between 13 to 18-year-olds linked social media or heavy social media use to depression and suicide, and particularly in girls. Mm. 41% of Gen Z teens surveyed by Hill Holiday, another different uh, reporting firm, reported that social media uh, made them feel anxious, sad, or depressed. Yeah. So, look, in balance, sure. If if it's just a matter of uh, connecting with a couple of people, how you're going, what's what's happening, what's the news, great. But if you're spending too much time on it, I, I think you will understand. Or we'll probably get into that point where you're getting sad and depressed. And if that's the, if that's the case, uh, seek help. Re- reach out. Yeah. Mm, good good advice. And if you'd like to send us a tweet and give us your thoughts on this story, you can contact us at at infinity r double p is our Twitter handle. If you'd like to uh, get us on that, I, I'll, I won't mention the Facebook one for now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.